Winter, look who's rounding now. Club going up on the Tuesday. Let's get this party started. everybody you are joined in now to look who's ranting now twitter space uh where this week is or every week is topic tuesday where we're going to give you a topic and then we want to hear from you tonight's topic we're going to talk about relationship killers so when we say relationships the reason why we put romantic family and work is we just don't want to stick on like the whole dating thing right and what kills dating we just want to talk about relationships in general and things that actually kill relationships. So before we get into that, as always, we got to give a big shout out to our T-State Cologne, who is not only our producer tonight, but the man with the vision and the person that gives us this platform to do this every week. How are you tonight? I'm doing pretty good. I'm doing pretty good. How about yourself? You ready to host this thing? I am ready. I am ready and ready to go. Uh, are you ready to uh, talk about how y'all men kill relationships? Is that what you ready to do? Don't play with <laughs> Don't do it. Don't I'm do it. We ready it. for okay, it. Okay, so we ready. I'm, I'm playing. It's not a woman versus man thing. I'm joking. I'm, I'm triggering them. But um, tonight, y'all, I want to talk about relationship killers. So... I had went on a, a trip this weekend, and I ended up meeting, like, some fabulous people this weekend. It was uh, my sister's birthday, and we were having a good time. I got to know some of the ladies, some of the guys that were there, and we kind of got to talking about relationships. And as people were talking about how they were married for, you know, however many years, and then the relationship didn't work, or how they were friends with this person for this many years, and it didn't work, or how, you know... Um, Maybe we were at a place and somebody didn't show up because somebody felt some kind of way. Whatever the case might have been, it made me ask myself, why are people so willing and ready to kill a relationship, right? Whether it's your romantic relationship, it's family, it's work, it doesn't matter. I just feel like these days, people are just so easy to kill a relationship. And sometimes it's whether they do it purposefully and they're aware. Or sometimes people are not self-aware. Um, that they're killing a relationship, but either way it goes, like, I just wanted to ask, you know, what is something for you that kills a relationship? So my first one, um, I think that has affected what I believe is family, right? Because when I ask you about your family, I probably guarantee you're not going to think of more than 10 people. When I say, who's your family? You're going to think of like your immediate family. You may even include a person it, that is your friend, that's your family, right? You're not going to think about that cousin that you don't get along with or sometimes that sibling that you don't get along with. And I think one thing that has killed the family relationship and where people just kill their relationship with their family is the every man for himself mindset. Like, I feel like when you're, when you're family, right? There's, you know, they say blood is sticking in water, but I don't think that's the truth these days. I think people would much rather, in a lot of cases, choose their friends over some people in their family. And it's like, why? Why is it every man for themselves, um, not only in family relationships, but with friendships, with business, things that fail in business? Like, the every man for himself attitude is just, is really bad. Like, why do we have that attitude? Is it survival? Is it jealousy? Is it, um, you know, is it past trauma? Like, what is the reason for the every man for themselves attitude and why it kills relationships? And such a good question. Such a good one. I, there's a lot of reasons, you know, why people look out for themselves first. But I think most of it is just survival. 
it's instinct for people to want to better their situation. So maybe sometimes it's not them overlooking you or wanting you to fail or anything like that. It's just they're for themselves. You know, they're, they're looking after their own. You know, and if you share a like mindset, you'll, you'll see groups of friends that are all looking after themselves. You know what I'm saying? And they'll do Right, but like, is it, is it that much survival when you're just a friend with somebody? Like, does it go that deep? Hmm. Well, it depends. What, what do you mean exactly? Well, I mean, if, if, if me and you are friends, <laughs> why is it a survival thing if we're just friends, right? Why do you have to have an every man, every man for himself mindset with a friend? Or even, let's take friendship out of it. What about your family? Like, don't the same blood run through y'all's veins? Why are y'all, why are people so quick to cut off their family? Now, I'm not saying that you're supposed to take everything from your family, right? You're not supposed to sit there and allow family to do certain things to you. We're, you know, we're that generation or we're the, the a definite generation after us. They don't care about no family and none, none of that. You treating them bad, they're going to cut you off. But what I'm saying is a lot of times the things that family bicker over is crazy. And people are just so ready and willing to not deal with their family anymore. And it just made me wonder why. I'm going to go to a uh, made man. I don't know if you meant to put your hand up. Uh, what you got? Um, hello. Firstly, I think you need to get rid of those headphones that you're using. I don't have headphones. Well, something is wrong with your the connection. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Alright, for me, I can talk for my personal self. Um, it's not that I choose to uh, depart from family or certain friends. It's the fact that I'm an individual, I can manage my own stress, my own success. I have to reach that level first before I can bring anyone else with me. And to be trying to reach a level of success and worrying about other individuals who aren't like-minded as myself, it's going to be a very strenuous task. Yeah, especially if their their mind isn't on a certain level or we're on a certain wavelength. <clears throat> so I take up the mantle as myself to depart and try to reach some level of where I can bring up someone else and they can bring up someone else or whatever. It's not something that it's intentional. It's just a mechanism, a mechanism where it's easier for you to focus on yourself, to build what you need to build, and then everybody else can reap the benefits of it. I'm just speaking for myself, you know? So, May Man, let me ask you this. Do you feel like um, if you're in a relationship with with somebody, whether it's a friendship, it takes away from you? Is that what you're saying? Like, what does that have to do with you being successful? All right. Yeah, all these asking relationship questions. All right. For me, in a relationship, it's very weird. Um, so and don't consider- think of dating. Like, I want to know, like, with no, your family, I'm why telling, is that? I'm telling you. That's just Some would say I'm selfish, but as I said before, I can carry my stress, your stress. I don't need my partner or my family to worry about my stress. Try to focus on what you need to accomplish. And not seeing that, not I'm not saying that you shouldn't ask or check up on me or whatever, but 
as I said, I can manage my stress and your stress. But don't try to figure me out or what I'm doing or I don't know. I'm just I'm I'm I'm, I'm I approach things very different. So So you're saying you don't deal with family and stuff because you don't want them to worry about you? No, it's not saying that I don't want them to worry about me. It's the fact that I'm I don't know how to put yeah, basically can just say like that because I know what I'm doing. I know what my aim is. I know what I'm trying to strive for. I just need people around me to have a clear mind. Just in case when I need them to think or to move or do something, move into place, their mind is clear and they're ready to move. But not trying to scramble and think about what I'm doing or what, what they're trying to figure me out and stuff like that. No, I don't need that confusion. I just need individuals around me to be clear-minded, focused, and ready. I'm doing all of the thinking. I'm basically on the brain, the master mind. Yeah. So it sounds like you're a cult. No, <laughs> that's not funny. Oh, really? That, that, yes. no, that's, hold, hold on a second. You that need is them not... to be focused, clear, and ready for what? We're talking about being in no. relationship with people. So whether it's your family and stuff, you're not giving me a good reason as to why you feel like you don't, like you're saying you don't need them to worry about you. Okay, say they don't worry about you. What What are some other things that people could do for you to, for you to stay in relationship and not kill the relationship with the every man for himself mindset? Just stay focused. Do what they need to focus on. Build, try to somewhat elevate themselves. But I'm doing something that behind the scene that's very more... It's, very, it's like a, a grand scheme of things where it's more... Once I'm, I'm launched out, every, everybody should be good. That's what I'm trying to say. Once I'm set, everybody that's behind me or with me, we're going to be good. As I said, I just need everybody to just be ready. Whenever it happens, you're ready. Who needs to have their degree? Who needs to have their, their work plan or a, a business plan? That's just it. So I'm not trying to start a cult. I'm just, if, I'm trying, if, if you're considering it as a cult, it's like... A, well, it sounds like oh, you're just trying to cult. lead everybody. And that's not what the, the question is. So again, guys, we're basically talking about relationship killers and one of the relationship killers that I said was people having an every man for themselves mindset especially when it comes to like family um and your friends and stuff like that and I asked why people have that kind of um mind frame especially when it comes to your family like why is it every man for themselves why you shouldn't you know sit there and allow family to do anything for you I just feel like sometimes people you know um they get rid of their family really easy with the every man for himself mindset. The main man was, I guess, explaining his way of doing things. Like he just need people clear and focused um, with him. Uh, host, you got your hand up. What you got? Oh, I didn't know it put it up, but um, I did want to say I think what main man is trying to say is he wants people in this circle maybe to carry their own weight. You know what I'm saying? So you can put a one relationship killer is you putting a strain or a burden on whatever type of relationship it is, whether it's a romantic, family, work, or whatnot. When you're putting undue burden on somebody where they're having to pick up your slack, in whatever area of life, their legs get heavy. You know what I'm saying? Their, their, their mm-hmm. back gets tired. So I think it's just a, you know, 
you want to be in a friend circle to where, you know, I'm not always having to cover you in a certain area all the time. Like, pick yourself up in that area. You know what I mean? It it doesn't always have to be financially or, you know, emotionally. Sometimes it's just like, man, you know, why every time we, we go somewhere, you, you got to, you know, you can't speak up for yourself. You know what I'm saying? I got to mm-hmm. speak for you. Hey, now you don't know what you want to eat or, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, you just lean on me in so many areas to where you can make the, the relationship a burden, you know? So I, I think that's what he's saying, you know, like, gotcha. if you're going to be around, you know, carry your own weight. And it's not an every man for himself. It's just a, hey, man, every man is a man. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know. <laughs> every man is not a man. Every Some every, people are women. <laughs> no, no, I'm saying every man is a man. You know what I'm saying? So gotcha. he, we're speaking from a guy's perspective. I can't be with a bunch of uh, uh, of partners of mine, and, and they always ain't got it. You know, we, we want to go somewhere. We want to do something. You know, this is always a person you got to cover. You know what I'm saying? They, they they ain't got it, you know, in whatever area. You know what I'm saying? It can't be like that. You can't always need a pair of shoes. You know, always need to borrow something. Always, you know, like, nah, man, you got to hold your own, man. Got to hold your own. But uh, Razman is there. You know, I'm, yes, I'm intrigued Razman. to hear what you got to say. What you got? Hey, what's up, y'all? Hey, hey uh, excuse the noise. It's bad time, so so we probably gonna make a little noise. But anyways, um, check it out. I'm gonna piggyback off of what he said. Um, a, a big a big one for me, really, just because uh, really after I got my family, uh, if you're not a positive, I, you you can't be in my circle. That that's a big relationship killer for me, and it's not so much as he said like. You know, you ain't the person ain't never got it. It's the person that we just get to a place that we're not on the same level. Mm. It's like, you know, you had those people that are like, they always going through something, you know. It's always this crazy situation or whatever it is. I mean, people had those things, but it's like even people that you can't really share your life with. So like uh if things are going well for you, or if you had that friend that you always kind of gotta tamper down your successes in life or your blessings because everything is always negative for them so it's like you got to try to think of something negative to say about your life and it's really not even what it is like man honestly i'm just happy man like i had a partner that i got a truck and my partner was like when i'm gonna get a truck and i'm like bro i don't know when you gonna get one run down there and get one like i did i don't know you know whatever that is you gotta work that out but it's like you know like it's just the negativity. So I just feel like it, for for me, if you are taking more than you're putting into me, mm. I can't do it because then you're you're net negative instead of a positive. So everybody in my circle gives me something. The only people that's taking from me right now is my kids. That's the only people. That's the only people that can because I just don't got it to give. You know. So you got to be positive right now, and that's it. I really like that. I think that you know, have somebody that is taking more than they're giving. I love that. I think that's a big relationship killer that, that was not on my list. But when I tell you I agree with you a thousand percent, I really agree. Like a bug, what you got? Hello. Hello. I would say, you know, 
This is a big one for me. Um, in terms of uh, relationships, I think this can go for all kinds. Letting outside people um, in that said Ooh, relationship. Talk about it. Because, you know, not everyone has your best interest at heart, whether it's family, whether it's friends, you know. So if you're going through something within a friendship, romantically or within family, don't let everybody in the situation because uh-huh. it's not going to create anything healthy out of that. It's just going to create chaos and mess. So I think keeping what you have going on between you and the other person or within the group and you guys work through it and discuss it and build from there versus letting everybody else's viewpoints come in and just tear it apart. I agree with that too. There's a saying like a bug that it takes two people to build a relationship, but it takes that third thing that you let in to make it crumble. Right. And that third thing could be a person. It could be social media. It could be your insecurity. It could be anything that you let other than you, you two people to destroy your relationship. So I agree with that. So again, guys, uh, we're talking about relationship killers. We got some good ones so far. Uh, Tommy was saying, or Razman was saying that, you know, you have to add, uh, you have to be giving him something. You can't be just taking, uh, like a bug said, you know, not letting, um, other people or other things, uh, message your relationships. And I agree with those. Another one that I wanted to bring up that I think ruins a lot of relationships. And again, not just talking dating, although some people do experiences with their lovers is competition, right? So I feel like when you're in relationship with people, right, whether it's your family, your friends, even your coworker, right? Some people could say you can compete with your coworker. I get it. But y'all both making that same 15, pushing them buggies. Just because you pushed 100 buggies today don't mean nothing. When y'all go get that raise, y'all both going to get that same 2%. So my thing is I just feel like competition really I mean, it kills so many relationships. There is nothing worse to me than thinking that you're in relationship with somebody and the whole entire time they're in competition with you, right? The whole entire time they, uh, they're okay as long as you're doing just like them, right? But the minute they think, even think that you're doing a little bit better, something in a relationship happens, something goes wrong. They start acting funny with you. They start doing all kind of crazy stuff. And it's like, if we're in relationship with one another, why are you competing with me? Like, if we're in a relationship, if I go forward, you don't think that I'm going to pull you where I'm at? Or why aren't you trying to learn from what I'm doing? I think that people that compete with you and you're supposed to be in a relationship are dangerous kind of people. Like, um, that also goes in with jealousy and stuff like that. Those are those things that will come into your relationship and it will really mess it up. Now, I've never experienced it in a romantic setting. I know some people have where they feel like their woman or their man was competing with them. I would not even know how to deal with no shit like that. But when it comes to like friendships and stuff like that, I've experienced that a lot. It's like, look, I'm not trying to compete with you. Like we're, we're supposed to be in relationship with one another. We don't have to compete with one another. I want to see you win. You should want to see me win. If you go 15 steps ahead of me, I'm going to still be rooting for you every step. I'm going to try to learn from the steps that you did. But I find that these days, you know, people are not like that, especially with your family and your friends. You know, um, it's like they look at you um, in a way that, you know, you they just don't want you to do better than them. So that was a big one um, on my list. Um, does anybody else have um, a relationship killer that they would like to speak on before I um, talk about the next one. 
I got one. What you got, Boom? <laughs> I think, like, for me, our relationship killer would be, like, you know, the lack of love, respect. And I, it was a third one on there. Love, respect, and... Damn it, I just had it. But, anyways, it was three things I was thinking about, and that applied to, like, an intimate relationship. Okay. Uh, a professional relationship, you know what I'm saying? Because if you're somewhere... You don't feel like they're respecting you, you know, or like they trust you, then it's like that could be a, a deal breaker because nobody wanna be somewhere where they're not being respected, loved, or trusted, you know? Right, right. So when you run respect, into that, respect then it's like, is a big one. Can you give an example of where somebody feel like it's lack of respect? I think we know the lack of love part, but what about I think respect for people is different. So what does respect mean for you? And it be lack of it. Lack of respect for me, let's say, like, in the workplace would be for you to talk to me any kind of way. You know, when you're trying to tell me I did something wrong, you know, for you to try to make a fool out of me, that would be the lack of respect. And then that can end that relationship because, you know, I'm not going to sit here and let you disrespect me, you know? Right, right. And then it's the same thing in, like, in a relationship. You know, it's kind of like some things you need to learn how to address them. You can just be out here loud and wrong, you know? Because some people just, like, my response is different depending on the audience sometimes, you know? Because if you don't know any better and you fuck up, then that's one thing. Mm -hmm. But if I feel like you're doing it to do a show to try to play me for Boo the Fool, then you get a whole different side of me. Like, the response that you get from me is one that you probably didn't expect to get, you know? Got you. So it depends on if you have an audience or not. If that Yeah, because if you have an audience, then you've been you're trying to be disrespectful and humiliate me, you know? Versus you just kind of saying so much to ask because you don't know no better that I can deal with that a little bit different, you know? So have you but experienced that from your lover? That's a messed up stuff. That's no, right I there. When I was younger, uh, this one girl tried to spit some ice on my face, allegedly. I remember you know, this story. I, that was her trying to be <laughs> playful, and I didn't think it was playful. So, you know, that's something that can hinder our relationship because... You think it's funny? I think it's you trying to make me look stupid in front of your friends. So the response that she that she got then would have she probably would have got a different response out of being just her and I. And I was like, "What the fuck are you doing?" You know. But right. at that moment, since I felt like she was doing it to try to make me look real stupid, then my response was a stupid one in return. You know. So. Got you. Got yeah. you. So it just depends. I think that um, lack of respect in a, in relationships is a big thing. Um, oh, it was I, appreciation. Love, respect, and appreciation. Those were Come the three on, I was talk about appreciation. About. Talk yeah. about appreciation. Yeah, that's, that's it. Those were my three. Just came back to me. I didn't mean to interrupt, but I was like, no, it's oh, okay. it was something. Yeah. But yeah, that's it. Those are my three right there. Um, and they I, can apply in every aspect of relationship. Right, right, right. And listen, appreciation is is a big one, right? Because um, our our uh, visionary man over there, he talks about a lot how um, at a certain point in our relationships, how people... Um, stop appreciating certain things and it's things that you're supposed to do instead of people being appreciative. And um, I think that that's a great point. I think that appreciation and the lack thereof will cause a relationship to dwindle. And it's not that you have to, you know, throw roses at their feet every time they do something or, you know, um, 
buy him a gift, but it's just a simple thank you. You know, I appreciate you or just showing that you appreciate it, you know, uh, doing stuff for them in return. Um, I think appreciation uh, or lack thereof is a big relationship killer. Uh, the next one that I had on my list when it comes to relationship killers is a willingness to work on the relationship, right? So you have a lot of friends, family, again, it goes all across the board to where people have adopted this I don't need people in my life that take work kind of attitude. And I just feel like um, when it comes to your friendship, not that they should be draining you, right? Keep in mind what Tommy said, they shouldn't be draining you and stuff like that. But remember that all relationships take work, not just your lovers and not just for that boss that you clock in for your money every week, right? But it doesn't matter what relationship that you're in, your friendships, and especially your family. I don't know why family doesn't, you know, have a tolerance for each other anymore. But these relationships take work. It shouldn't take work to the point that you're drained or that you're stressed or that, you know, you just feel like, oh, I can't do this no more. And a person is not willing to change. But I just find a lot of days, a lot of times these days that us as a people, we are not willing to work at a relationship at all right? Sometimes you can see the person is a good person you can see, but they may come with a little something that you don't like and you just ready to give up. You're like, I ain't, I ain't working towards that. I'm not doing that. Or it could be your family member where your family member may have made a mistake. They may have, you know, done something that you don't like and you're just willing to and willing and ready to throw them away, willing and ready to never talk to them again. And it's like, why? If you're willing to Go through these things with your lover, right? Because when it comes to somebody you love and you're laying down with, oh, a lot of people do all kind of work, work that they shouldn't be doing, right? That person never changed. They still, but I'm going to stand, I'm going to stick beside them, right? Why we don't have the stick beside them attitude when it comes to your family and your friends? I really don't understand why people are not willing to work and do the work to keep your relationship going, to, you know, um, to build relationships. I think that um, a negative mindset that people have is once they get a certain age, I don't need any new friends. I don't need, you know, um, new this or new that, or, or, or that relationship is done. When it's really not done, you and the other person are just not willing to do the work. So I want everybody to keep in mind, just think about something that happened between you and somebody else. Why aren't you willing to do the work? to keep the relationship going, especially if the relationship wasn't that bad, especially if you got gratification from it at one point, especially if the person is a good person, especially if that person was beneficial to you in some kind of way or take away all that, especially if it's family. Why are we not willing to work with family to keep the relationship going? I don't know why it is, but I think that everybody needs to really dig deep and see, or if, if you're having that trouble, not saying everybody is, but dig deep to, to see why people are not willing to work when it comes to their relationships or even your friendships. You know, this whole low maintenance thing, I don't like it at all. Not saying that I'm a high maintenance friend or anything like that, but I just feel like when it comes to relationships outside, when you love somebody or outside, again, when it's coming to your work, people just have a really low tolerance and I don't know where it comes from. And I just disagree with uh, not putting in the work in your relationships. So uh, let's go like a bug. Hi. <laughs> you, I knew I was going to have to comment on this. Um, I, I think I know where the low tolerance comes from. Okay. It comes from exhaustion of just everyday struggles that we are all going through. Um, and, you know, we are literally living <laughs> in 
an economy where everything is going up and we're still getting paid the same, but we still got to make ends meet. People okay. are tired. People are tired. If they can barely keep up with their own shit, they're not trying to keep up with everybody else's shit. So <laughs> that's why when I say I need low maintenance friends, it's not that I'm not going to check up on you or I don't care or you can't call me or you can't reach out to me if you need me. It's just I'm not, me personally, I'm not a I'm going to talk to you every day kind of person or I'm going to talk to you every week kind of person because life <laughs> I have right. shit to do. So I think people with really busy lives say we need low maintenance friends because we're not going to be that kind of person to just reach out to you all the time because we're busy. That doesn't mean you can't reach out to me. I'm just not one to reach out to you as much. Right. And I don't think it's so much a reaching out like a bug. What I mean is when something goes wrong in the relationship, right? To where people just let it go. Like they're just not eating every, listen, everybody has their own thing that's going on. Take the economy and what's going on right now away from it. People have their own lives. We're all at ages. Uh, the visionary like to call us old, right? <laughs> We're all getting older, right? We all have lives set up. We all have things set up. We all have foundations. Hopefully at this point in your life, we all have things going on. But my thing is like when there may be a rift, when there may be something that happens to the relationship, right? Why are we so willing to not work at it is my thing. Not saying that you have to have high maintenance friends and you have to call them and be in their business and support them and do all these other kind of things. But when something does go wrong with a family member, when something does go wrong with a friend, why is it just so easy to throw it away? And not work at it. And I say it should not drain you. It should not come at a cost to you and your life and the things that you have going on. But the thing that I think that, um, and I think it just goes back to um, some points that we made earlier. People are just, it's low tolerance. And, you know, um, when it comes to relationships, people are having fewer and fewer and fewer of them. If you ask certain people how many friends they got, unless you're boom, because he has 60 friends, he's, they're going to tell you. I have two friends. And again, that's okay, right? That's cool that you have those many friends. But my thing is, say something goes wrong with one of them friends. Who is going to put in the work to say, you know, I've been friends with this person however long and not just throw it away. So that was my point in, you know, uh, unwillingness to work at your relationships. What you got like a bug? Um, I think in that sense, like if we've been friends for a long time, um, it takes two to tango. So if we've been in a relationship, we've been friends for a long time and we have a rift and you know, I, I want to reach out and that person want to reach out, but we both never do. Then yeah, the relationship, the friendship can die and you know, life moves on. I still got bills to pay. Um, I know from a personal example, um, I, I didn't want to take this certain person on a ride with me to go trick or treating. And this person was like, okay, cool. And then just hung up in my face and blocked me and all that extra stuff. I'm not reaching out to you. The relationship is gone. <laughs> and we've been Talk friends since the fucking fifth grade. Well, it is what it is. Sometimes relationships just end. Like I don't, I don't feel the need to reach back out to you. Okay, how long I've known you? I just, I'm, no, that takes energy. And like, yes, I know you said, you know, it's a willingness to do it, but the willingness can also die down over time as well. It's like I don't. I don't feel like I should have to do it because we had this long year stint. Maybe it's just that time. They got Listen, you can outgrow people. That's you it, boy. You can outgrow people. I'm sorry. Go ahead, boom. 
I said, that's the respect. The lack of respect can damage a relationship. You're hanging up with somebody with something petty like that. And black That's them, a problem. That, they yeah. all big had issues. It wasn't over no ride for no candy. <laughs> big time. How long you going to let a, you know, how long you going to let a puppy bite you? You know what I'm saying? Until eventually you're like, listen, you need a new home. You know, you can't live here. Every time I turn around, you're biting or nipping at me for something. Sometimes relationships, they wear on people. And they want you to fight for it. And it's like, give me a reason. Give me Absolutely. a reason to fight. I think that I think the reason you have to have a reason, but I think sometimes, and here's the next I'm sorry, I did not mean to cut you off. No, you but good. this goes into like <laughs> this goes into like my next one, right? To where it's pride, the evil twins when it comes to any relationship are pride and ego. Okay. Because a lot of times you can have two people at odds, right? It could be something that wasn't even that major that happened now like a bug you block me over some candy in the ride i ain't got nothing for you they ain't got nothing to do with pride and ego you just did way too much it goes back to the lack of respect but what if it happened to where it was just a point to where two people had an argument right and then from there it just started derailing right the argument wasn't even that serious it could have been over toothpaste it could have been something that was not that crucial but because both people, whether pride is at work in one or whether ego is at work in the other, their relationship just dismantles, right? Because nobody's willing to take the first step and say, you know what? It wasn't even that serious. It takes an energy, right? But where is the energy coming from? It don't take that much to say, hey, I was tripping or hey, I felt like you did this or I did that. And you know what? I'm just not willing to let it go. If the pride and the ego comes in because you don't know if that you don't know what's gonna happen on the other end. You might be scared of that person saying, Well, fuck y'all don't still don't want to talk to you, right? That's where pride and ego comes in. And those are the evil twins when it comes to any relationship. I'm never telling nobody to at the um oh my god, I'm missing my words, at the demise of yourself. That's that's a bad word. I have a good word right now, or at the um sacrifice of yourself. To go ahead and you know um, reach out to somebody and you know um, if but if you, it's your pride and your ego in the way you got to do better because sometimes I'm telling you people lose good people in their life all the time over minor things over things that just were not that deep. Sit down and really ask yourself: Was it that serious that I'm no longer talking to this person? Was it that crucial that I couldn't reach out? What is what is so hard about saying, you know what, friend? You know what, family? What's up? How you doing? Right? I don't mean to go on this kind of tangent, but days are short, right? So my whole message is there's a lot of different relationship killers, and I think we all need to get over them. Like a bug, I'm definitely going to come to you, but I think Made Man had his hand up first, and I'm uh, notorious for, they say I like to skip Made Man. So Made Man, what you got? Um, yeah, I understand what you're saying, but at some point, you're, all right, you're being the bigger person trying to fix the situation, and deep down, the other person still holding a malice, or whatever it is, um, towards the, the prior conversation or the vex, vexation that, that happened, the argument, and whenever you're trying to fix it and you think everything is good and you're, you're having conversation, they're just bringing, bringing up that you're, ne- you're a negative person, you're not positive with certain things and they still go, go back on the same bullshit that you both had a 
I'm falling out over because they're doing this, you know, they don't want basically be this downful, doubting kind of person towards every situation and you're trying to show them that things are much more positive, but they try to switch the narrative. So you were trying to fix the issue will end up being us draining you because it doesn't matter what you try to do. If that person decides not to choose to be the bigger person, then it doesn't matter. But you just leave it as it is and let it die. You hear me? Got you. Again, I, I agree with you. I don't think that it needs to be a draining thing. But I think that sometimes it, you, you have it in your head that it's going to be draining. You have it in your head scared that, oh, this person is still holding on to malice. They're still holding on to this. They're still holding on to that. When you don't know that. And it's okay to be the bigger person. But again, those evil twins stop you from doing it. What you just came from is an ego and pride kind of uh, mindset. Like a bug, what you got? I actually thought of one um, relationship killer while you were talking. Um, yes. It kind of goes in... It kind of goes with the pride and ego thing. Uh, lack of accountability. Mm-hmm. So if you don't have, if you have lack of accountability, you know, you will let certain things go because you're not taking yourself accountable. And I had a personal experience. Cheyance was there. She was there. I had a huge blowout with one of my friends. It was terrible. One of our birthdays a few years back. It was terrible but Mm -hmm. I had to sit back and reflect and saw what I did wrong and I had to take accountability and I reached out and said you know what I fucked up and I had Mm. to work and build that friendship again now we're closer now than we ever were before but that it like you said it does take work and the willingness to do that and I also think lack of accountability can affect that if you're not willing to self-reflect and improve on yourself Absolutely. Now, like a bug, I want to ask you in that situation, did it take a while for you to reach out because of pride and ego or or what was the, because we talked about the energy that it takes to do that, right? What made you get over, I guess, being exhausted and the pride and ego to reach out? What were the benefits that caused you to rekindle that friendship after the blowout? I think um, I sat there. It took me a few months to reach out. I'll say about three or four months. Um, I think what caused me, I'm sorry if you hear my gerbils in the background, I ain't got no sense, but I think, I think what caused me to reach out was after I sat there, um, you know, I missed the laughter. I mm-hmm. missed the, you know, the, I reminisced the experiences we had. Um, and then I, I, you know, I missed certain interactions we had I, and it was something I felt like, you know what, I want that in my life. You know, it's a dear person to me and I want her to know that. I realized I fucked up and I am willing to rekindle this friendship because to me it was worth rekindling. Absolutely. And I listen, I'm glad that you got there. I think a lot of people and and that's where the pride of ego comes in, even if they felt that way, even if they know, you know what, I missed my damn friend, they would not be willing to reach out because of the pride of ego. So that that takes a lot to do that, like a book. And I'm actually glad you did that. That's a great example of, you know, things can happen. I think that people have gone through things that's not even as serious. Like you said, it was a big blowout, right? It was something that like, wow, you know, I'm done with this person. But you still made your way back. And my point uh, will go back again is sometimes it's not even that big of a thing. Sometimes it could be just a disagreement and people will kill their relationship. And um, again, my message tonight is to whoever's listening, whoever's in the ch- uh, down below, or even if you're catching the replay, 
um, if you can remember, just take some time, look at relationships that you've killed. Maybe it wasn't on you or maybe the other person killed them and just say, you know what? Was it really worth the whole relationship being over? If your, your outcome is yes, then say yes. Then say, you know what? I'm done, right? But if it's not, it's not about being the bigger person. Um, sometimes I don't like that word because it makes being the bigger person doesn't always feel good, right? People are like, why I gotta be the bigger person? It's not about being the bigger person. It's just about getting what you want. You know you want that person to be your friend, you know you want that family member in your life. And if you do. Go get them if it wasn't that serious. Again, if you feel like it's going to be draining and exhausting and it's going to be all these other kind of things, then, you know, don't do it. Don't do it at the detriment of yourself. Never do anything at the detriment of yourself. But when it comes to your relationships, and I will harp on this, especially family and friends, don't go losing your friends over things that we talked about, like competition, like um, jealousy, like... um, Lack of respect, lack of appreciation, like letting that third person come into your relationship and ruin it for you. Lack of accountability. Do not lose your family and your friends over these things that are easily uh, to get over just by making a choice. A choice to not do those things or a choice to do those things like take accountability, like appreciate them more. And um, the last point that I want to make uh, when it comes to relationship killers is a lot of people don't put their relationships as as a certain kind of importance. Right. You have people that feel like I don't need friends. Friends are not that important. I was born in this world by myself. I'm leave this world by myself. You have people these days that don't feel like work is important. I don't need this job. I'll just go get another one. You have people that even feel like when it comes to family, because they have certain experiences with certain family um, when they were young uh, with their family, they feel like they don't even need their own family. And it's okay to, to feel like that, especially if some things traumatic happen to you. I'm not telling you not to go forgive somebody that did something so wrong to you when you were a child. But what I am telling you is to just sit back and analyze, um, are you coming from a hurt place, right? In the times that you were hurt with this family or friend and you feel like these relationships aren't important, did you even advocate for yourself or did you just let something happen to you? Did you really sit back and say, you know what, hey, Bob, you did this to me or did you just let it happen and you became this person of hurt? You became this person of trauma that's not willing to let anybody else in your life. Really sit back and think about those things because I feel like we have a lot of people walking around these days that are full of past hurt, past trauma, unhealed. People did this to me. People did that to me. And it's because you don't advocate for yourself in your relationships. You're in relationship with somebody. Um, One of the greatest things that I think we've ever been taught is you have to teach somebody how to treat you right? You have to teach somebody um, when they do something wrong to you. You have to teach somebody, hey, you're not going to do this to me. You're not going to do that to me. It doesn't make you a bad person. If they don't want to comply, they can move forward. But that leads you to a place to where you're not always in a space of trauma or people are bad and, you know, I can't trust nobody and all this other kind of stuff. You just don't advocate for yourself enough. Don't put yourself in situations to where you You um, can't trust people to where you can't trust family and all that other kind of stuff. Um, Angel, you wanted to speak and got your hand up. What you got? Hey, y'all. I'm going to have to kind of, I want to agree with you, but I also want to disagree with you. Okay. Because, you know, I sent you a message last last night, like, I'm going to slap the piss out of my sister. (laughs) If I catch it, you know. You did. Um, You did. (laughs) 
you know, because here's the thing, because even when, like, my family, for example, like, I, I always say I'm a foster kid. Um, I have a real family. I have two sets of foster families, you know, and so <sighs> I have several triggers. I have several traumas. I have several things that I work on myself, you know, and so first of all, people, majority of the people ain't shit, you know, <laughs> Just, um, can I, I'm not trying to cut you off, Angela, but are you speaking from just your hurt experiences? No, like, I'm speaking in general. Like I live in like I live in reality. Like I, I see people. Like and the further we go along in this world, the more and more crazier and vile, especially with social media. Like you ever read something on social media, you be like, damn, why you why you in the city? Like that's people are just so like they go above and beyond to be the most violent, to be the most evil, and so just to, you know, be the most hurt, the most hurtful, you know. And but that's just the generation, right? Mm-hmm. So even if, like me, I I do I limit people in my life and I limit interactions in my life just strictly of not because of people, but because of me. Like God's still working on me. He I ain't saved. I'm semi-saved. You know what I'm saying? I might go in, in between if I pass away. That's what I'm going to be at. Because I'm, I'm in heaven and <laughs> hell. going to be in purgatory. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm going to be in purgatory. You know, I'm, I'm in heaven and hell. I'm I'm, I'm absent. So he's working on me. So in order to, for my peace of mind and my mental health, I limit my interactions with people. And I do that for a reason because I know if I get too triggered, it might take a lot to pull me back. You know what I mean? So I think sometimes, especially now, like you said, lay your boundaries out. Because I, I definitely advocate for myself. That's what it's about. Yeah, I definitely advocate for myself and I lay my boundaries out. But even now, when you go and you trigger those boundaries, now you ask for it. And you give it to them. Right. <laughs> That's the thing. Yeah. I think people get scared to give it to people. They get scared to lose people so they don't you know, advocate for themselves and they end up in this hurt space all the time. And it's, I don't and, think it's a good space to be in. And see, that's the point. See, I, I, I've never had people. So I, you know, I bounce from, you know, so I, I'm not used to having people, so I don't care about losing people. And that's something mm. that I'm, I'm, look, I'm trying to change. I'm trying, I'm trying to change, but I also understand the value of relationships because I also understand that if somebody want to do something, they're going to do it. If somebody want to be there, they're going to want to be there. So I, I see it from the hurt side, and I also see it from the value side. Because I have really good people in my life, and I also have really shitty people in my life as well. They just so happen to be family. So it's kind of like, do I still deal with them, or do I, you know? Yeah. And, and Angel, that's something that you have to, like you said, you you working on it, right? And um, something interesting that you said that I think shapes your outlook on people and that how you feel like they're vile and everything is you said, I never had anybody. That's your baseline, right? That's your view on everything. So if you feel like I never had anybody, I think that a lot of times that you may, may see these things and be like, look, yep, see, that's why I don't fool with people. Oh, look what they're doing. That's why I don't talk to people. Oh, look, it's like, on one hand, it's your experience, but on another hand, it's your defense mechanism because of the, I never had anybody anyway. And that fear of trying to let somebody in, and then if they're not there for you, that would be just traumatic again, right? 
trying to let somebody in and it and it not working. So I definitely feel you on that. So guys, before we wrap up, does anybody have anything else on relationship killers? Man, um, one that I was thinking about while everybody's been talking is um communication. Now, mm-hmm. um, I think everybody's been saying this, you know, with you know, uh, boom, going to um respect and like a bug, you know, um, and all the different things we all talked about, but you find that some people are great at communicating uh, their likes and they won't, and they'll hold their dislikes and let them build up, you know, and have, um, you know, these blow ups and then leave all of a sudden and end the relationship. And then you have people that are very good at communicating their dislikes. You know what I'm saying? And they feel like, you know, uh, what's understood ain't got to be said as far as the things they do like. So they won't show the appreciation and the, and the love and compassion because they think you understand it by their actions and not with their words. So I think, you know, a big relationship killer is communication. You know, um, you rarely find people that are great at both, you know, telling you they appreciate you and love you and also telling you, you know, well, I didn't like that. You know what I'm Mm. saying? We're usually Mm -hmm. stronger in one area than the other, you know, so you get to 60, 40 people, you know what I'm saying? That that are both, you know, hitting you with all their dislikes, you know, all the time. And and for before you know it, you look up and you're like, well, I dislike this whole relationship we got going on. <laughs> you dislike <laughs> right. all these things about me. And they're like, well, hell, you dislike all these things about me. You know, so there needs to be balance. And um, I guess the one last uh, relationship killer I could, you know, probably think about is understanding. So like mm-hmm. if you're if you're that 60/40 person or 70/30 that is very good about communicating your dislikes, you know, that other person has to be understanding and know that okay, they're the type of person that's what's understanding got to be said on the positive side. You know, and understanding that, you know, and also knowing yourself, can you can you live with that? You know, do you work well in an environment where you'll be criticized more than you'll be praised, you know? And if you can deal with that, cool, you know, but if you can't, then maybe you do need to sever that relationship because it's not one that's good for you. You know, I don't need, you know, a bunch of friends that tell me everything wrong, you know, and, and nothing right. And also vice versa. You know, you don't want somebody Mm -hmm. who, who says you're the greatest thing since sliced bread you know what I'm saying? And we'll let you walk out the house with crusty eyes and you know what I'm saying? And outdated clothes and they won't say nothing to you. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. They right. only want to say positive. And it's like, you want to let me walk out with this booger? Come on. That ain't, <laughs> that ain't friend type stuff. You know, so I think, you know, communication and understanding are two things that um, can kill relationships. I agree. Uh, and the last one I'm going to lay on before we get out here, guys, is um, make sure that you are self-aware. Um, there's a lot of people that are just not self-aware. And I think Boom kind of touched on it. Sometimes people don't know that they're doing certain things and they're doing it right. Just make sure you're always self-aware, especially if it's a relationship that you're in and you want to be in. If a partner is saying, hey, you do this to me, don't say, well, no, I'm not. I'm not like that. Right. Make sure that you're self-aware about how you make them feel, about how you communicate, about how you show different things. Self-awareness or lack thereof will kill your relationships. Right. 
And if they tell you, hey, you're making me feel like this, it's not a personal attack on you, right? Just be self-aware and say, hey, you know what? Maybe I am making them feel like that. I need to make changes to, you know, um, do better. Uh, lack of self-awareness is a really big one for me. A lot of people lack self-awareness in the way that they do things. Or, you know, it could be that they grew up in a dysfunction. Some people just grew up in dysfunction and they don't realize that what they're doing is toxic. What they're doing is not right. They're not self-aware. So I think that's a big one that um, we also, uh, that kills a lot of relationships with people not being self-aware. So guys, tonight has been Topic Tuesday. We talked about a whole bunch of relationship killers. I hope that those that are listening or even if you're catching the replay, that these help you when it comes to your relationships, especially ones that you want to fight for. Again, you've been tuned in to Look Who's Renting Now Twitter Space, where we're here every Tuesday and we bring you Topic Tuesday. Don't forget that we're also a podcast. And you can catch us every Thursday at 8.30 p.m. Central Standard Time. And make sure to follow us on our social media. I hope everybody has a great week. And I hope to see y'all here next week. Bye! Sometimes in our lives We all have pain We all have sorrow Somebody to lean on